0: Hi there, and welcome to One Happy Otaku. My name's Steph. You may also know me as Two Happy Cats from the blog, TwoHappyCats.com. Thank you so much to everyone who left such positive feedback on my first podcast I uploaded. It would have been two weeks ago. I really, really appreciate it. it gave me such a boost, and I'm so excited to bring you the second episode. So, what are we going to be talking about today? So. Remember last time I was talking about how I had recently purchased a Nintendo Switch and I wasn't entirely sold on it but I had purchased a few games for it and one of which was the Sonic Forces game. Well I did end up playing that and I do have a mini review of it. I've also got a review for a new RPG mobile game called Food Fantasy my experience ordering an art commission through Twitter, and also a review of a manga called Baby Kokoro no Mamani. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and keep on listening. Okay, so first up we're going to be talking about the Sega game Sonic Forces. So Sonic Forces came out pretty early November 2017 on Microsoft Windows, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. So the version that I bought was on the Nintendo Switch and I actually bought this one on sale. So I bought it from EB Games. I think it was about for $36 and um, it was a pre-owned copy but like it played fine and there was no issue with the physical cartridge. So Sonic's world has been completely overtaken by Eggman and a new villain called Infinite. Sonic is presumed dead and that's where you come in. You can create a custom character which can be pretty much any animal, dress them up and be part of the Sonic team. So before I bought this game, I did look up some reviews of it. Um, I know that IGN gave the game a 6.9 out of 10 and they mentioned that the game was very short and a bit lackluster compared to the other Sonic games. And even though I went into this game with low expectations, I was still quite disappointed. So throughout the game you play as three characters, you've got your own character, sonic from generations and our regular old sonic and with each of these three different characters the way you controlled them was so vastly different it was a real struggle to kind of readapt yourself with each level so for example um, at one time you would be playing as your own character for about four levels And then Sonic Generations would jump in for the next level, level number five. And then Normal Sonic for level number six. And then you would be back to playing your own character for another two to three levels. So it was really hard to adjust to the other controls. And I often found like it was kind of got a bit tedious. I kept smashing into enemies occasionally pressing the wrong buttons. The controls were not intuitive and I always found that to be the strong point of Sonic games is that like no matter if you're game every single day of your life or if you're a very casual gamer the controls are usually so intuitive you can just pick it up and play but Sonic Forces was just so confusing. Another issue, definitely a issue that not many people will face. I get really bad motion sickness and this game did set it off. And I pretty much could only play maybe four to five levels, which again were really short, they're about two to three minutes long. So four to five levels before I started to feel a bit dizzy. But again, that's probably an issue that won't affect many people. On some positives, the character customization was definitely the highlight of this game, and also the music was really great. I kind of I really loved the music, the designs were awesome. It's just such a shame that the controls really let this game down. I did have the game for about 4 days and I did decide to return it as I believe the game was not worth the price tag of $36. Okay so next up I want to talk about a new mobile game called Food Fantasy. So Food Fantasy is a Japanese RPG restaurant simulator. It came out worldwide at the end of July. Well I say worldwide but technically it's not available in Australia and I'm also assuming not available in New Zealand which really sucks for us down under but um Through a bit of trickery, I did manage to download it. So what's the story about? You essentially play as a character called a food attendant who runs a restaurant and cultivates food souls, which are like personified food, like as humans, really good looking humans, um, to fight these creatures called fallen angels, which want to devour and destroy everything in their path. So the game kind of sounds really good on the surface, and one of the reasons I went through all the trouble of downloading it was because on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, people kept talking about how great it was, how gorgeous the characters were. So I had pretty high expectations for it. Um, unfortunately, I am I I wouldn't say disappointed, but a bit like disillusioned with the game. It is very confusing, even after you finish finished your kind of opening tutorial, there's quite a strong and harsh learning curve of what to do and what order to do things. And I kind of found things like little bits very frustrating. For example, in the restaurant component, your food souls work in the restaurant. But over time, just like you working in a normal job, your food souls get tired and need to rest. So how do you get your food souls to rest? You need to unlock... A thing called an ice arena so they can rest and cool off. How do you unlock the ice arena? You have to get to level 16. How do you get to level 16? You grind, grind and grind and the grind is so bad and so crazy and I just kind of at the end of it I got very frustrated because it was between me pretty much so to a level up it's about 1,000 XP points each battle I was pretty much getting 10 so you know I would have to do battles a hundred times over and it was only kind of when I got to level 15 did I realize you could do daily missions to get 100 xp points at a time and that wasn't something I found was covered in the tutorial. In saying that like I said before the graphics are very gorgeous the music's nice and yeah, I mean, like, it's an interesting game. I don't think it warrants the hype that's surrounding it. I think there are better games. Um, I should have also mentioned it is a typical gotcha game where you um, spin to get different food souls. And yeah, I don't know, like, the gotcha is fun, but um, yeah, I just think there are other better versions or better types of games which uh, have the same kind of elements this game does have. But I will still continue playing it and if you are playing it and want to be friends, my username is Two Happy Cats. That's actually another thing because your the characters refer to you as your username and it's kind of weird all these characters calling me like hi two happy cats rather than hi Steph. That's another smaller issue. But yeah, add me if you're interested, but if you have been thinking about playing this game, I would say it's maybe not worth the time. So in about end of March, early April of this year, I decided I wanted to try out getting a commission done. I've seen a lot of people do get commissions done either of their original characters or um, fan art like of characters they ship together or just them in the character. And personally what I wanted, so what my brief was, was um, I really love Chrom for, from Fire Emblem Awakening. So I essentially was looking for an artist who would draw a female robin who looked similar to me. So essentially just short brown hair. Um, That was it pretty much just short brown hair instead of her pigtail um, blonde white hair and crumb just in a bit of a romantic posture. So I know a lot of people do look for commissions through DeviantArt Art. Um, I personally use Twitter just because I'm not really part of the DeviantArt community and I was relying on just seeing um, who was a bit more popular, who had been doing commissions before, if other people I followed recommended them. So I did have a bit of a price point. I definitely wanted to probably be on a bit of the cheaper end as I'm not currently employed And unfortunately, my blog does not make enough, very much money. So I was looking at most about 30 US dollars because I also wanted something that was decent and worth it. So I contacted my first person in April 18th and, um, I had seen, she had been retweeted by someone I followed and I looked through her art and I was like, yeah, it looks interesting. Um. I will, like, send her a message. So um, I got a response a week later, and she said, like, yep, she's able to do this. And um, I found with her that, actually, I wasn't getting responses until a week or a week and a half later. And it wasn't for lack that she wasn't on Twitter. She would be on Twitter, but maybe just not answering my messages or busy, which is fine. Like, I'm not expecting constant replies or anything. But around... M- middle of May I wasn't getting any communication from her so just remember this was mid-April she said yep I'll do your thing and then May 22nd I messaged her and I was like hey is this still happening I haven't heard back from you and then May 27th she responded saying yep I'm still doing this I'm actually working it on right now and I said oh good so I Probably one of the reasons I wasn't super stressed about this, just more a bit frustrated, was I hadn't actually paid her any money. So the commission would have cost, I believe it was either $27 or $36. So yeah, it was $36, um, definitely higher than what my price point was. But I really liked her art, and I was really excited to do this. So um, she then messaged me at about middle of June after no messages for another two weeks saying that she was going through some health issues but she was still very happy to do the commission and I said okay sure no worries I'm really excited for this commission and then July 31st I messaged her again well actually no sorry July 19th I messaged her because I hadn't heard from her in over a month saying um I'd like to cancel and then July 31st she finally got back to me and said I haven't actually started so yeah cancelling is fine so that was quite a disappointing experience I mean obviously I know life stuff comes up and like there's health issues involved so I'm definitely not holding that against her but you know when you've been trying to contact someone and trying to organize something and you're the kind of in a customer role going from 18th of April to the 31st of July was just a bit of a frustrating experience especially towards the end I didn't really want her to one day out of the blue message me and be like done here's can you please pay me $36 I just wasn't sure um, what was happening and it was a bit confusing so after I cancelled with her I saw another f- um, mutual that I follow and she retweeted someone else and I looked at her art and I really liked it. It was very different to the first artist. The first artist was a bit more realistic and detailed, whereas this one, the second one was a bit cutesy and almost chibi-like. So the second artist was also significantly cheaper. She charged me 17 US dollars and actually within I would say it was probably less than a day and a half of paying. She had already sent me my commission. She communicated with me throughout the whole process and she also emailed me a larger size of the commission in case I wanted to print it out as like a poster. On top of that, she also offered me that if I wanted I was allowed three free changes if there was anything I would like to get fixed up and I mean there was one thing I wanted to get fixed up but then I kind of figured it wasn't a massive deal it was just she missed out on the kind of not a te- like birthmark that crom has on his arm but i kind of only realized that like a week later so i didn't bother with it but it was just to kind of show that people can have such vastly different experiences and if a commission is something that you are looking for try to find people who maybe have like reviews associated with their profile if you are looking for maybe a chibi or a cutie kind of commission i can recommend you a girl that I worked with but it was quite an interesting experience it's really nice it's like a special feeling to have a piece of art that someone has made for you and yeah just take the time to do the research for example I know some artists won't do um not safe for work they won't do furry they won't do mecha or very detailed armor so if any of those are stuff that you would like just remember you might just have to look a bit harder to find an artist that you can work with but yeah I would say maybe the way I went about it wasn't the best way. I was just scrolling through Twitter and would just choose anyone whose art. I was like, ooh, pretty. It would probably be better just to take the time out to do some research on the artist. But overall, it was like really fun. And um, I do plan on printing my commission out and having it in my room. So yeah, I was pretty happy with my experience at the end of it. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is a manga called Baby Kokoro no Mamani. I'm not entirely sure how to translate this into English. I'm a little bit torn between Baby the Mother's Heart or Baby Kokoro's Mother. Anyway, it's a shoujo manga by Okuyama Puku and follows a 19-year-old university student called Roji Shizuru. Now, Roji has a crush on an older student called Nana. But unfortunately, he's a little bit awkward and he's probably not the best looking while Nana is kind of like a school, not like a school idol, but she's pretty cute. Anyway, so one day he's at the park and he's planning on ambushing Nana as he knows Nana visits the park quite often and he wants to accidentally bump into her. So while he's kind of hiding out in the bushes, a little baby girl called Maida Kokoro sees him and for whatever reason thinks that he's her mother and she kind of latches onto him and won't go away. But luckily for Roji, it's like the gods have answered him because Maida actually turns out to be Nana's cousin and Roji finally has a way to kind of connect and talk to Nana. Now the manga only has I think it's about 19 chapters translated and the chapters are quite short but it's really fun and silly kind of manga. It's not something to be taken seriously. It's just about all the silly things that Maida and Roji kind of do together as almost a mother child relationship between a 19 year old university student and a little baby girl and it's I guess the romance aspects of it are a little bit underplayed because you know it's just mainly focused on the boy and the little girl but it is like a really great comedy. In saying that I think there are some little bits bits that are a bit like frustrating or a little bit cringy. For example there's a part where it's Christmas and Roji has bought a really expensive gift for Nana and the little baby girl Maida steals the gift and like roji can't really take it away from her so he ends up not being able to give nana a gift except like a little weird trinket and i don't know for me like i when i read that chapter i kind of felt so frustrated i didn't think it was cute or funny i just was like gosh that little kid is such a Mm." anyway but besides that i'm i i mean i was reading this series at like 12 a.m 12 a.m and I was just trying not to laugh too loud so my parents didn't wake up it's definitely something that will bring a smile to your face but it does have a few ups and downs and that's it for this episode of one happy otaku thank you so much for listening and I really hope you enjoyed the topics I talked about I hope the rest of your August is absolutely spectacular and I will see or talk to you guys next time bye bye